The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, family court can be something that people don't really feel confident or comfortable with because very few people have experience of it until they really have experience of it. So to answer questions relating to family court and family law is Solicitor Keith Walsh. Good morning, Keith. How are you? Morning, Anton. This, of course, very contentious uh, issue. Uh, Everything relating to family law can lead to interesting um, contention. First question. Can you ask your family law expert what they would advise to do where there is parental alienation on one side? I'm separated from my ex-husband. The current order states that my youngest children reside with me with access with their dad. My oldest has continued to live with his dad throughout and has completely cut me out. He turned 18 a few months back and now seemingly there is nothing I can do in family law as my son is an adult. My son has no contact with family on either side apart from grandmother, whereas my other children have a great network of family on my side and their dad's side as I continue to be in contact with my sisters and brothers-in-law. Can anything be done around parental alienation? That's tricky, isn't it? It, It's very tricky and parental alienation is one of the big issues at the minute in the courts. Um, Certainly the Irish courts, what we try to do is get a court involvement as soon as possible, get an expert, uh, usually some kind of clinical psychologist to come in and do a kind of finding uh, or a report to identify whether there is alienation and what exactly the situation is. But in this case, one of the problems is when children get older, Uh, You can have all the court orders in the world, but if you have an 18-year-old son and he doesn't want to to see his dad or his mother, in in cases it's very difficult for a court to keep forcing him to go back and and to meet the parents. Even even if there is uh, the situation where he is dwelling with the father, I realise that he's an adult, but there's no engagement there, there's nothing that can be done in that. Well, I mean, a court order can, in in some circumstances, depending on what age he is, could be made. But the problem is this estrangement, if you like, is probably, it's really reinforced and it's kind of at a very advanced level. It's only really successful where you get it early on. And I I mean, the courts and the law is not fantastic on this. It's a relatively recent phenomenon in in the numbers that it's in, but it's something we're seeing an awful lot, unfortunately. Sometimes it, it, it comes up in the context of domestic violence where there's a domestic violence allegation and that is a reason why somebody mightn't see a parent. But the courts generally, their view is that it's in, in, in children's best interest always to have contact with their both father and mother unless there's a really, really, really strong reason why not. And that would probably be towards the criminal end of things. So in 99%, almost every case, it's in the children's best interest to see their parents. The courts will try and promote that. The difficulty is in practice, like in this case, it's very hard to do that, particularly the older the child and the longer this has gone on. So I'm afraid there isn't necessarily a, a, an answer that I can give you that will assist you in this case, unfortunately. Text saying, I am separated 16 years and we have a separation agreement. I want to get divorced, just enforcing what is already agreed in the existing agreement. How can I go about this without it costing me a small fortune? And there are a series along those lines asking about things of how can you self-divorce effectively? Well, in our Irish system, you can always act for yourself and be a lay litigant. But what what I would advise you to do is get some legal advice, first of all, to see what are your entitlements. Uh, The valuation of your income and your assets 
is going to be the date of your divorce, which is not 16 years ago, it's 2023. So you may have some more entitlements than you realise. And examples of entitlements you may have that you don't realise are you may have an entitlement to a good percentage of your spouse's pension, even though you... Even been, if it's accrued in the 16 years post-separation? Uh, well, the separation agreement can't deal with pensions necessarily because you need a court order to deal with them. So I can already tell there may be a pension issue there without... Uh, without seeing it. Um, so that's one potential thing. Another thing may be maintenance. Another thing may be the family home, what has happened to it. Uh, another thing may be how fair was that agreement 16 years ago? And again, a court has huge power in Ireland on divorce to intervene in a separation agreement or to go back and look at it and say whether it was fair or not. So remember, the date of the divorce is is the date when you value things. So just because you have a separation agreement, it's likely it, it may get followed, but it's not definite. So the first thing you need to do before you do anything else is get legal advice in relation to it. You could do it as a lay litigant if there's nothing arising, or you could instruct a solicitor, or you may qualify for free legal aid, which is civil uh, legal aid from the Legal Aid Board, and you should have a look at their website to see can you qualify. And then you would get a, a solicitor and a barrister, and you would, would get legal aid. Otherwise, you might have to pay for it, or possibly you could do it yourself. I wouldn't recommend that, obviously, but I would say that. (laughs) Well, another one just like it, Anton. I'm in a bit of a pickle. I'm getting divorced, can't get free legal aid, used up all my funds on my solicitor and barrister and can't afford them now. What can I do? Well, I think you've answered the the what can you do part, but what's the cost of a divorce? Is it how long is a piece of string? It it is how long is a piece of string. It it depends how many issues there are. It depends if there is a separation agreement. It really depends uh, how many... How you know the value of the assets whether there's a child issue the cases that really burn a huge amount in legal fees are the ones that take up a huge amount of time where you have a parental alienation element in it that can be very very expensive uh, but I mean again you are talking thousands rather than hundreds and it depends uh, again uh, on, on, on the issues involved and, and there's a lot coming in on divorce um, can I get uh, does the wife, the wife, always get the house? Asked one another. Can both my wife and I stay in the family home after the divorce? That's that's an interesting one because I know there's a case stated to the Supreme Court on this very issue. The law up to now, it was assumed, and I think it is the law that once you're separated or divorced one of the two spouses has to leave the family home. And even if you agree one of them can stay, that is not an enforceable order. I think a judge, as I understand it, in the circuit court uh, said, I'm not going to allow one of the spou- both spouses to stay in the house, even though um, they'd agreed to do that. And I think one of the spouses brought that to the Supreme Court. So I think we'll have an answer on that. I've done a number of cases where people have tried to stay in the house post-divorce and post-separation. It has never worked out. It really hasn't like, a, a you know, I've cases where you might have a shed in the back or a, a bit to the side of the house or a granny flat or something. Oh, my ex-husband is living in the shed. Exactly. But there's no privacy for anybody and people can't get on with their lives. And really separation and divorce is about trying to get a, a decent break from each other and move on with your lives. Um, so, so that's the problem. Uh, very briefly, because I just I love the phrasing of the text so much. Am I better to wait and hope the other person dies? <laughs> Uh, it, look, that's a very cynical uh, text, unfortunately. But um, 
you're you're not really resolving things. People who've who've separation or divorce hanging over them, they all tell me it's a blockage, and they're better when they get it done. So I I, I don't think you would be advising people. But cynically, if the other person is a bit older than you, or if there are good reasons for you not to rush to get separated or divorced and to wait, you you may wait. So the timing of when you get separated and divorced is something really a good family lawyer can advise you on, and it may be important. Not necessarily because someone's going to die, but maybe because they're going to come into money, or you're going to come into money, or people are going to lose or get their jobs or increase their their financial situation. I suspect this is something that you will have to return to in uh, Pat's hands because we are just inundated with questions that unfortunately time won't allow us to get to all of them. So I suspect you may have to do a reprise if you are willing. Um, Keith, really appreciate your time. That's Keith Walsh, who is Family Law Solicitor, KW Solicitors on Twitter, if you want to uh, follow him. Um, that's it for us on the Pat Kenny Show this morning. All of our items, if you missed anything, they're uploaded as podcasts. You can listen to them on the News Talk app. You just search for the Pat Kenny Show. Con- the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.